Hi, Crimeholics. It's Kenzie here on a Monday, which means I am bringing you a brand new episode of our segment, Missing Mondays. Missing Mondays was a segment created by Holly and I to help keep missing persons' name and information in the media to aid in their return home the best that we can. 90,000 people in the U.S. are missing at any given time. While some are found alive or deceased, the majority are still missing today. Over the next 30 days, Crimeaholics is dedicated to the missing and murdered Indigenous women movement. According to the Coalition to Stop Violence Against Native American Women, the U.S. Department of Justice has found that Native American women face murder rates 10 times higher than the national average. Nearly 6,000 cases of missing Native women have been reported, but only 116 have been logged into the DOJ database. 96% of sexual violence committed against Native American women is committed by non Native Americans. Over the next 30 days, it is our mission to shed light on an epidemic that is plaguing Native American women in North America. Our Missing Mondays MMIW movement episode today is on Larissa Lonehill. Larissa Lonehill is missing from Manderson, South Dakota in Logala, Lakota County. Larissa is enrolled with the Ugala Sioux Tribe. However, Larissa was last seen in Rapid City, South Dakota. She went missing on March 2, 2016. Larissa stands at 5 feet 3 inches tall. She weighs approximately 130 pounds with long brown hair and brown eyes. Larissa is the sixth of eight children and grew up on the Pine Ridge Reservation. All of Larissa's family has said that she was always so cheerful and had a great attitude and was very thoughtful of other people. At the time of her disappearance, Larissa's daughter was just two years old but was living with her daughter's father's family. However, according to Larissa's mother, Lisa, she regularly visited her daughter, and even if she had to walk to the next town just to be able to see her. On October 2, 2016, according to the Rapid City Journal, Larissa was at the home of her older sister, Carol Piper. Carol has stated that Larissa was such an amazing aunt to her kids and would often spend lots of time with them and would even help with undone chores around her home. However, Carol has stated that Larissa at the time was facing major struggles in her life. On this day, Carol and Larissa were on the back porch of Carol's home in Rapid City and the two would end up getting into an argument and Carol had asked Larissa to leave her home. The Rapid City Journal reported that Larissa had told Carol that her boyfriend and a close female friend were going to head to the Rushmore Mall, not too far from Carol's home. Whether or not Larissa actually made it to the Rushmore Mall at this time is unknown. The next morning on October 3, 2016, Larissa texted a cousin of hers and stated that she was with two male friends from the Pine Ridge Reservation where her boyfriend had lived. The Pine Ridge Reservation is about an hour and a half south of Rapid City and about 55 minutes from Manderson, South Dakota. It is not unusual for those who live on the Pine Ridge Reservation to often travel back and forth between Rapid City and the reservation. A few days after the 3rd of October, Larissa's older brother ended up reporting her missing to the Rapid City Police Department when her boyfriend had notified her family that she could not be found. 
The Rapid City Police Department did end up questioning Larissa's boyfriend, but his name at this time is unknown. According to the Rapid City Journal, her boyfriend had stated that while they were at his home on the night of the 3rd, two men had showed up at his home wanting to pick up Larissa. Larissa ends up telling her boyfriend that one of these men is her cousin. The names of both of these men are currently unknown, despite both men being questioned in her disappearance. But it is known for sure that neither of these men are actually related to Larissa. One of the men questioned stated that he dropped Larissa off at a party on the Pine Ridge Reservation just shortly after he picked her up. The other man that was questioned by police stated that he was not with Larissa on that day, nor did he ever go with the other man to pick up Larissa from her boyfriend's house. The exact identity of these two men have never been disclosed. However, Larissa's older brother was cleaning her room at her mother's home in Manderson, and he ended up finding these court documents where Larissa had been arrested for underage drinking, and she was bailed out by two men on the Pine Ridge Reservation in July of 2016, just a few months before she went missing. On these documents was the IDs and signatures of the two men who bailed her out, and those men are Dakota Tulux and Wayne Valenlandra. Whether these two men have been questioned in her disappearance or whether they were the men that were questioned is unfortunately unknown at this time. However, Larissa's sister Carol is convinced that these two were the last people to ever see Larissa alive. According to Carol, Larissa struggled with substance abuse and the text messages gathered from Larissa's phone had showed that she was in connection with these two men due to drugs. Since Larissa's disappearance in October of 2016, her family has received unverified information about Larissa. They had a man who tried to extort money from them by saying that he needed $500 to help bring Larissa back from Florida. And another person who claimed to be a psychic who said that Larissa was buried underneath rocks at a quarry. In January of 2020, the Rapid City Police Department made a statement according to KOTA that they have done hundreds and hundreds of interviews but have not gotten any closer to finding Larissa. For whatever reason, they do believe at this point they are looking for a body and not a person that is alive. And they also believe that Larissa's body is in, within a 100-mile radius of Rapid City, South Dakota. There is currently a $5,000 reward for anyone who has information about the whereabouts of Larissa's body. Even though there is hardly any information about the disappearance of Larissa Lone Hill, it is so important to get her story out because she is an indigenous woman who is currently missing and presumed dead. One thing that Holly and I have really come to find when researching their stories is that there is hardly any information available to the public. We find ourselves trying to reach out to family in order to get the best accurate information we can about who they are and about their stories. When I looked up Larissa Lonehill, all I was able to find was two small articles from our town here in Rapid City, South Dakota. Larissa is a person who matters, and no matter how much or how little information we have on her case, it was important that I tell her story. Larissa Lonehill is missing from Manderson, South Dakota, in the Ugala Lakota County. Larissa is enrolled member in the Ugala Sioux Tribe. However, she was last seen in Rapid City, South Dakota. She went missing October 2nd, 2016, and she stands at 5 feet 3 inches tall and weighs approximately 130 pounds with long brown hair and brown eyes. If you or anyone you know has any information about the disappearance of Larissa Lonehill, you are encouraged to call the Rapid City Police Department at 
1-800-4131 or the Ugala Sioux Police at 605-867-5111. Crimeaholics, I cannot stress to you how important it is to get Larissa Lone Hill's information out there. Holly and I are both currently living in Rapid City, South Dakota, so this case is local to us. Rapid City is not a big area and nor is the Pine Ridge Reservation. Somebody out there knows what happened to Larissa and somebody knows where she is. Larissa, her daughter, and her family all deserve justice. The further we go into this month and the more missing and murdered Indigenous women cases that I look into keeps me more and more heartbroken. I am completely disgusted and ashamed of our society that these women's stories are going completely unheard of and they're going completely forgotten. Holly and I have gotten the compliment and have been thanked several times for being their voice. In Crimeaholics, we are asking you to do the same. Be the voice for these missing and murdered Indigenous women because I promise you that our justice system is not doing anything for them. Each one of these missing and murdered Indigenous women deserve justice. Us here at Crimeaholics are going to do everything we can over the next 30 days to keep their names and their stories alive. And we're asking you to do the same. Not only on the show will we be sharing information and stories about missing and murdered Indigenous women, but be sure to join our Crimeaholics podcast discussion group on Facebook, where we will be sharing lots of great information and stories. Crimeaholics, as always, be aware and take care.